Yo, welcome back to the Take Two Podcast. My name's Kaylee, and today we're changing things up, and we've got three friends here in the studio with us. So I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Before we introduce ourselves, we have a sponsor for this show, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We love the Holy Trinity. We got all three to sponsor us today. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, I'm Hannah Boudry. I'm a sophomore here, and I'm studying biomedical engineering. Around CCH, you can see me on the worship team, and I also help out with pancakes. Hi, I'm Erica. Um, I'm Hannah Bougie's roommate. I am studying forensic science and criminal justice and chemistry and biology and all that good stuff. Um, If you hear someone at the house or at TNW barking, (laughs) nine times out of ten, it is me. That's all you need to know. I'm Madison Ruin. I'm studying chemical engineering here at Trine University, and you can find me either at CCH, hanging out with my roommates, or in some sort of chemical engineering club. (laughs) Very cool. Well, thank you guys for being here. Um, We're going to kind of change things up a little bit this week beyond having an extra person on the podcast with us. We're also going to talk about Sunday worship as opposed to TNW. So little curveball, things are going to be a little bit more of like a week behind um, and will challenge us to remember things more than we currently do. Um, So this Sunday, if you were at homecoming worship, Jordan talked about Mark 6. Um, He encouraged us to take note of the dialogue between Jesus and his disciples. Um, And here's where we, we see Jesus calls his disciples up into being a part of what Jesus is about to do. And as most, as most of us know this story in Mark 6, this is the story where Jesus feeds the 5,000. And so um, as we talked about this um, Sunday morning, Jordan really kind of hit home on the idea that we, we have giftings, we have things that the Lord has given us. Um, and although there are times when they feel like very little, um, we've still been given something. And so that's what I think would be super cool for us to talk about today um, most of the people listening to this probably don't know that the four of us just had a really, su- like, really awesome conversation about gifts uh, last week, and so we've been going through Pete Coco's permission ministry, um, like, seven-week program that he has, so it's been super awesome. So, my first question <laughs> for everybody is, what, um, what or how have you been called up by Jesus? Where have you seen um, him call you to different things in your life? I definitely think, like, when I first came to college, so I didn't do any sports in high school. I was involved in show choir, and I was kind of, like, interested in doing something more than just school, but I wasn't sure where I'd, like, see myself. So at the beginning of the year when we were, like, introduced to, like, the ministry teams, I had been talking to Eric and I's third roommate, Lucia, and we were both interested Mm -hmm. in doing the worship team, and I was like, I don't know, like, I'd been considering doing choir or something else, and so I just kind of, like took that leap and did it and I definitely think that was something like he had called me to in that time and that's something like I really enjoy singing on the worship (laughs) team like I think it's so much fun and like it's also helped me like grown as a singer just like learning how to harmonize off like just hearing something rather Mm -hmm. than like actually learning the material and so that's just like one thing I've seen myself like be called out to do yeah that's awesome we love hearing you on the worship team too thank (laughs) you thank you (laughs) Uh, did you want to go, Madison? You can go, Erica. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, I don't know. It's kind of weird for me because like back at, I feel like not that I'm two totally different people, but like back at home, I was very involved in like Sunday school and I taught skating lessons at the rink and, um, just very involved in like children's lives. And like, I thought that Mm -hmm. was 
my huge calling. I mean, I didn't want to go to school for it, but like I just spent so much time around kids and like investing in them. And I like really cherish that part of my life and I enjoy it when I go back. Um, I feel like I'm really gifted in that area, but coming here, there's like not the same opportunity. I mean, I'm sure I could find it if I wanted to, but um, I got here and felt very like lost for a little bit as to like what God was calling me for in my spiritual life amongst other things. Um, and I'm like not on the worship team or anything like that, but I'm way more like, I'm a very introverted person. And so God has just called me to be more extroverted and as opposed to like holding up in a corner and just kind of minding my business to like go out and meet people and be bold and just interact with people in ways I haven't before. Um, something that used to be very hard for me if it wasn't like a six-year-old. So um, I guess people my age scare me. Um, so just getting involved in other people's lives in way that I, ways that I haven't before. I feel like for me, it has a lot to do with my major. Um, I feel like I'm called to stay in my major. I've considered changing mm-hmm. multiple times, like mm-hmm. regularly, but I can feel God's call to stay in my major be- because of it. Um, I'm around a lot of people I wouldn't otherwise be around and I can learn about them and show, hopefully show them the love of God. And it's just put me in places I would otherwise never be in. So it's really hard to, it's a really hard major in my opinion, but Mm -hmm. I do feel called to like stay there and just spread God's love to a different group of people. Yeah. Do you guys ever feel like you have, like when Jordan was sharing about the dialogue between Jesus and his disciples and Jesus is like, you feed them. And the disciples respond with what? Do you guys, mm-hmm. in these callings that you've talked about or in other areas of life too, do you ever feel like the with what? Where you're like, God, like, with what? Like, what do mm-hmm. I have to offer? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like in the, like, about two weeks ago, the past few weeks, I've been going through, like, I'm trying so hard and yet I feel like I'm not enough. Mm. You know, like, I I don't have the tools, but that's not the truth. I do have the tools. I just have to give myself some slack and work on finding them and just doing my best and the tools will mm-hmm. come. Um, yes, definitely. Uh, actually within this past week, I, I'm trying to think of how to word it, but, um, I guess I've been feeling really brokenhearted for some of the Christian community just cause I feel like we could be doing so much better and this isn't like me shaming people or anything like I'm including myself in this but just feel like we could be doing such a better job of like welcoming people and making people feel welcomed and like wanting to be around us and like that's just something that's really broken my heart this week and I like called my mom to talk to her about it I was like so upset and moved by this and she was saying how like you know you're feeling spiritual anger and God's calling you to like step up and do something about it and so I'm still sorting it out in my head and all that <laughs> about, you know, how how can I make change and, um, you know, do something about this. But yes, for sure, I definitely had a with what Jesus moment. So Sunday, that was kind of, mm-hmm. that really stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. I know, like, for me, it would be like, my for what I noticed more in, like, the little things or, like, with what is just, like, feeling little nudges and just questioning them. Like, is it me or is it God? Like, discerning that mm-hmm. and then deciding, like, how am I supposed to do this? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've always, I've kind of struggled with that the past few years, just like being confident in my faith and where I'm at in my faith. Mm -hmm. Um, For those of you who don't know, I grew up Catholic and in high school, I started going to a Protestant church 
So my approach to my faith like completely changed. Like just like the way I pursued my relationship with God was totally different. So like being at that point in high school, it kind of like just made me question myself a lot. It made me like wonder if I knew what I was talking about. So like I've become more confident with that. But a lot of times it's like, how am I supposed to have like a good conversation with someone about my faith, especially if they aren't a Christian or kind of approaching it in that sort of way. So I would say that's kind of like, an instance where I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you, Madison, you like specifically said, like, you know that those things aren't true. How do, how do you guys replace those untrue thoughts or statements with truth then? I find it helpful to first identify those thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. I've struggled with that for a really long time of like breaking myself down through thoughts And so first for me, like I identify, okay, this is, you're not treating yourself well. Like would somebody, would Hannah tell me this? Mm. If the answer is no, then you don't need to be telling yourself it. So first of all, I identify the thoughts. And then I lately have been trying to take control of those thoughts and actions then and remembering that like, and kind of looking towards the Bible and like seeing what God, what examples he has given me and what I can do with that. And then kind of pray through that so that's kind of the way I'm able to identify and then Mm -hmm. change my pathway I think yeah that's super cool thanks for sharing that (laughs) yeah I think I'm along the same lines of that um this just came to my head last year uh I actually went through a Sadie Rob podcast with Kate Gardner and um something that's just like stuck with me ever since then was just Um, I forget who they were talking to. It was some really like hoity-toity important guy. He was really cool. (laughs) Um, Like genuinely, I'm not being sarcastic. I know 99% of the time I am, but um, it was really cool. But he said just like, you know, if you're struggling with, you know, these negative thoughts and lies, it's like there was a point in the podcast said um, just not believing every single dang thought that comes into your head as like the truth, you know, like if you're spiraling and stuff, like stopping being like, like it's not true, you know, or, or is mm-hmm. it true? Like question it, you know, you don't have to immediately discard it, but um, just not believing every single dang thought that comes into your head. And he worded it a lot better than that. <laughs> like it was a whoa moment, but um, yeah. And then like, you know, so sorting out your thoughts and then like, you know, looking at it from a different perspective and like, you know, asking your roommates and your parents and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that's like really hard to do though like yeah it's so like natural to like just like believe whatever you're thinking because it's your own thoughts or at least yeah. you think it is right well and that was the point was mm-hmm. like stop and like take a step back and look at it from like another outside perspective or something like that for sure mm-hmm. and with that I feel like it can really help to like kind of find it's good to like ask peers like the trusted people for their opinions but I also find it really good to like go into solitude and like take a walk or yeah you know, with nature oh, yeah. to completely clear your mind yeah we we've all been doing that a lot this week of like sitting in the silence a lot harder than you think it is but also really cool I really like that just like I'm pretty sure I assume it's going to be every week with permission that we're going to have to go on like have to not have to but go on a get, to go. <laughs> get to go on a prayer walk like I don't know that's not, nothing I've really done before and like it's such a nice time to just kind of like relax like I'm definitely feeling the stress of week seven really just every Mm -hmm. week of the school year, but like, it's so relaxing and such a nice time to spend with God. Yeah. Yeah. Prayer walks have definitely transformed like 
my view on time with God and prayer mm-hmm. and Absolutely. contentness and peace. Yeah. And I've been reading, uh, I've mentioned this book like four times on the <laughs> podcast, I think, <laughs> but this book is like life changing. It's been so good. Um, it's strengthening the soul of your leadership. Just so the title is out there again. Um, <laughs> Ruth Haley Barton just writes so beautifully. Like she, the way she puts her words together and the way she shares like her own stories from her life is just amazing. But I've read a ton about solitude and I shared some of this book with you guys. I think like the first yeah. week we went on a prayer walk together that. and she talks about how solitude will do this like deep inner working in our lives that like we can't comprehend. Yeah. Like it's beyond like what we can be like, Oh yeah, this makes so much sense. Like I'm seeing all these things happen and it's like, no, it's going way deeper than what we can even see in ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, man, I feel like that is a really like, it's a really good thing for replacing truth. I didn't think about yeah. how much that would have an impact on replacing untrue thoughts or yeah. statements in our lives. Well, and I remember you saying, like, when you went to Pokagon, you were, like, really scared of sitting in the silence of, like, mm-hmm. what would come to surface. And you said it ended up not being as, like, convicting as you thought it would be. That was actually, like, really good. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that, that's also stuck with me. I'm like, yeah. Silence yeah. isn't as scary as you think it is. Like, God knows <laughs> yeah. what we're able to handle. He's not just going to throw a bunch of stuff at us all at once. Right. If yeah. we sit there and it. shame you or something like that. That's <laughs> yeah. not how he works. And, like, the truth of it is, is, like, in silence and solitude, we're really just spending time with him. Yeah. <laughs> we're, like, mm-hmm. in his presence. Absolutely. So even when he does bring things to the surface and we're like, holy smokes, this is a yeah. lot. It's like, yeah. we're sitting in his presence. Like, it's not that big, you know? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. still has like, our back. Yeah, like, we're literally with him. Mm-hmm. And... You can take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, so something, I kind of like included this at the bottom of our notes, but when I w- was, ta- I was talking to Jordan yesterday about his message Sunday, and he's like, yeah, this is, here's something that I didn't include, but it really like stood out to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, sweet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but he was talking about when the disciples said with what, um, he was trying to explain like, a lot of the times when we're like, God, with what? He's like, we see what we have. Like, we we see the gifts that God has given us. We know what we're capable of. But the thing is, is we see all the things we don't have. And so then we're like, well, God, with what? Like, I don't have this thing. I don't have this gift of speaking. I don't have whatever it is to offer. Yeah. And like, and that really made me think of like, when he talks about, when he talks about Moses in the burning bush, like Moses over and over again was like, God, I, I can't do this. I don't have the words for this or whatever whatever his excuses were on whatever given conversation he had with God, he just always had some sort of excuse. And it was like all the things that he didn't have and God was like, but I have given you these other things. And I feel like I identify with Moses a lot in that where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, but God, I don't have that thing. <laughs> and yeah, so, absolutely. man, like what does it look like to approach our gifts with gratitude to where like those are the focus and not the things that we don't have, but the things that God has gifted us with. It's, I, yeah, I mean, this is something that I go through all the time, um, but definitely a lot in, like, my middle school and high school phases where, you know, I'm not, like, a singer or, like, you know, this big leader or whatever, and, like, my um, close friends have always had, like, these crazy talents or whatever that make them out, like, they stand out and they're bold and, um, you know, you get the nasty loop of comparing yourself Um, but something like that, uh, I feel like I've mentioned my mom three times in this podcast, but uh, (laughs) I love my mama. Shout Um, out to Erica's mom. Shout out Amber. (laughs) She's, she's a cool gal. Um, but, uh, she, 
I remember one time in high school, um, her just talking about how God works through me in the little ways, um, in the ways that don't stand out for the people who, who are the other people who don't stand out, um, and that my spiritual gifts are just, you know, not, not under the radar, but, um, not as obvious, but still just as like life changing. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but like, you know, working with the kids, even though like it might on the surface not be this huge red flashing thing. <laughs> um, it's, you know, working just in the little ways, mm-hmm. um, which is something that I've always had to like be at peace with that God does small things with me, not these huge Mm-hmm. world shaking stuff yeah yeah I feel like along with that too um Jordan's when he mentioned like he has a gratitude journal mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I've tried that in the past too and I absolutely love it um because you realize when you realize the good things you have in your life you're it just puts you in a place where you can accept mm-hmm. what you have to offer and with that I think it's also helpful to reach out to people and tell them what they have to offer like mm-hmm yeah, I might not be able to do that, but you do that fantastically. Mm -hmm. And you Mm -hmm. might not be able to do what I do, but like, that's, that's why we have different majors. That's why we have different outdoor activities. That's why we have all these different gifts is because what one person does wonderfully, the other person might not do as well, but they can swap Mm -hmm. gifts here and there. And that's why God has made us unique and different. That's kind of our challenge for permission this week, isn't it? To like, or like note on someone else's yeah. spiritual yeah. gifts. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. It all connects. <laughs> Mind blown. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. And that's like um, when Paul talks about the body of Christ and he talks about how we have different, like we make up different parts of the body. It's like if we were all hands, like what good would right, the body yeah. of Christ be? Like Too many hands. Just be like a domino effect of hands. I don't know. <laughs> too many grippers. A lot of people. We'd make a lot of people's days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, man, we can all do the same mm-hmm. thing or we're, we're missing so yeah. much of the big picture. For sure. Yes, and sir. So even <laughs> when, when things seem smaller or more behind the scenes, like you were talking about, Eric, yeah. like, man, they're just as necessary, like. Yeah. The hand wouldn't be able to function if there wasn't an arm attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> so true. <laughs> if I barked like you did, Erica, it would just be silly. But when you do it, it's comical. Are you are you giving me an invitation to bark into the microphone? Is this my moment? Would you like to? A little bit, yeah. Do it. Go for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I, I can leave happy now. It fits. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I guess we should have put in, like, if anyone's wearing headphones, like a oh. trigger warning. Sorry. Yeah, we'll see Rip how your loud ears. it is. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, guys. <laughs> Cut it out later. <laughs> Good talk. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was necessary. I know. It brought joy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Um, so let's... And, Let's just kind of dive into like our conversation that we had yes. in our permission group last week. I feel so like that's good. kind of what we've all been like. Yeah. Waiting for. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so if you if you guys were at the fall retreat last year, you would have heard Pete Coco speak. Um, and he went through the <laughs> APEST um, spiritual gifts, he, which are talked about in Ephesians 4. And these are a little bit different gifts than like 
um, I don't know, we oftentimes take like a spiritual gift finder and there's like, I don't know, 20 options or something like that. There's 20 different gifts and it's like encouragement or faith or yeah. wisdom. And these are like, I don't know, I feel like much broader than that. These five gifts and they're, I think, deeper ingrained into our personality and to mm-hmm. kind of who God has created us to be. Um, the other gifts are more gifts that the Holy Spirit gives in certain moments. There's mm-hmm. certain seasons of life where of our lives where we might be an encourager or we might be super hospitable and it like kind of just depends, you know, different Mm -hmm. phases of life. And so, um, that's a little bit of a background on kind of what the conversation the four of us had last week was about, but what are, I don't know, you guys have all mentioned like that was a super awesome Mm -hmm. time together when we, we talked about these gifts. So why don't you guys share a little bit of, um, what you learned in that? Mm. One moment, please. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm pulling it up on my phone. Hannah and I were like in the middle of the message on Sunday. We whipped this out. We're like, so excited. This this is it. This is what we were doing. (laughs) We were really excited. Slowly looked at each other, and I was like, Erica, Erica, he's talking about gifts. Oh my gosh, it connects. Dude, I was like, and I was in my office yesterday, and I was like, man, who do I have on the podcast this week? Who, like, what do I do here? And I was like, this only makes sense. Like, <laughs> I was like, we just had this Kinda conversation. Like, I feel like we just got to continue it. So I know. I almost texted you in the middle of the service. I'm like, Kaylee, <laughs> we talked about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the question? What did we learn? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> One thing for me I that I thought was neat was that each person in the group sitting here had a different set of gifts. Yeah. And I thought that was awesome. Because it kind of shows right there how we're all made differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really no cool. coincidence that the four of us are all different, like, no. doing this together. Like, there's no way. It's so yeah. cool. Not. And with that, like, you said, you mentioned how, like, these groups of gifts are broader and not just, like, specific where you could, like, have them at certain moments of your life. But with them being broad, I feel like it's awesome and beautiful how we can grow, adapt, change, get better mm-hmm. at one thing. We might have one kind of set initially ingrained into us but we can we can change we can grow Mm -hmm. we can get better it's awesome yeah I don't know I feel like I just left feeling extremely encouraged because I'd never done something like this before where we like talk about where you like you know give your opinion on what your spiritual gift is and then the other people you know say whether they agree or not but it's Mm -hmm. all in a very positive light but like you know I got like the evangelist or whatever and just like being infectious towards other people and I forget what the other words were but um I never thought like you know kind of my goofiness and my snarkiness <laughs> could be like a spiritual <laughs> gift you know um so I just left feeling very encouraged and also like you know challenged of like okay how can I take that and turn it towards God and push other towards God with it mm-hmm. um But even while we were there in the back of my mind, like I was reading the other ones and I'm like, well, I'm not like that. Am I a bad question? But no, No. it was just really encouraging to be like around you guys who do have those gifts and having you as role models and then getting to like grow in my own way. And it's just, it was just a really cool experience. And whatever you shared at the end that he read about, go be the church. That was just so cool. Mm -hmm. But yes. I thought it was so cool. Just like, I always have a really hard time not like the tell me about yourself question, but the more like nitty gritty, like give me some of your gifts or your attributes. And I'm like, I don't know. Like I I have a hard time (laughs) Mm -hmm. identifying that for myself. So when we, the first step was like identifying the group of words, there were five groups um, that you like were aligned with. And when I like 
told you guys one or the other you guys were like oh no you're definitely yeah, a four and like absolutely. that's so cool like you just like instantly know like that's what I was and just I thought that was so encouraging and like really cool yeah mm-hmm. so um now that you guys like have you know a little bit more about like what you've been gifted with um how do you see that like how do you see that moving forward impacting God's kingdom through your life? I would say for me, so I was um, the shepherd or the est of APEST, and that's kind of surrounding, like, relationships. And, like, in the app that we use, it, like, gives a description of the passion, the fuel, the role, and what others say after, like, a conversation with you. So for shepherd, it's the passion is belonging, the fuel is relationships, the role is unity, and then what others say is everyone's important. And I think, like, that's really cool to, like, think about. It gives, like, that scenario. And I can kind of just see, like, once we learned that, like, I could see that being used in my life. Like, I very much am a relationship person. Like, I really enjoy my friendships with others. And I feel like I really like pouring into people and trying to, like, form a connection and, like, having close bonds with people and just, like, putting myself out there to form new relationships. It's, like really easy now as like sophomores to just like get in the groove of things like there's a lot of us there's a lot of sophomores and we're all pretty dang close so like (laughs) just putting ourselves out there and like getting to know people because if I'm gifted with this like the ability I have to do that will just make my relationships with people like 10 times stronger and who knows what that'll like affect on those Mm -hmm. other people like that could make their day or that could just like be a place for them to find comfort or like just a guide or even just a friend to love on each other like I think that's so Mm -hmm. cool for mine we decided that I was two like a pretty even Mm -hmm. split of shepherd which was also Hannah's and then the prophet which the passion was intimacy with God the fuel was the Holy Spirit and the role was insight and what others say was I love God and for me like being the two of those we can kind of discuss them farther and the shepherd is like if somebody was in a hard spot they come to you and you like give them a big hug and then the role as the prophet is if somebody came to you in a hard spot like you'd say okay what's a deeper meaning here and I feel like this very much fits me because it's like allowed me to realize that it's okay I can be um I can be a caregiver I can be um, a helper but it's also okay to be kind of blunt with them and help them out mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. sugarcoat things and like make meaning of what's happening, which meaning maker is one of the characteristics for um, profit. So I just think like knowing that allows me to embrace it more and find like peace with it. And that like, that's okay to approach problems that way or situations, not necessarily problems, but mm-hmm. um, and like under. Just understanding what you have allows you to bring it forth more. Heard. That was well said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I sort of already said this, but so I was number three, the evangelist, and kind of the words that go with that are messenger, inspirer, inspirer, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, Uh, infectious, storyteller, unifier, unifier, I'm struggling today, (laughs) and communal. um, And, uh, uh, and like I said, I already said this, um, but I, it's, it's sat with me all week of like, how can I take, you know, kind of this fun persona and like turn it towards Jesus? You know, I'm really good at 
or I think I'm really good at like, you know, grabbing attention and, you know, slapping a joke out there and, you know, making people giggle. But I'm like, okay, that's cool. Great. But how do you, um, you know, this one's very almost people focused. And I'm like, how do I turn that towards Jesus? That's something I'm like, I I don't know yet, but I am working it out. (laughs) Yeah. That's it really like, it's cool because these gifts that we've been given, like, I feel like you guys are at the place where, um, like when Jordan was talking Sunday, he was talking about like being grateful for what you've been given and you bring that gift then back to God and you're like, all right, God, here's all the fish that I have to offer. Just like Mm -hmm. the disciples Mm -hmm. did. And it was like, obviously not enough to feed 5,000 people. Um, but Jesus was like, thank you. And then performed a miracle with it. Mm -hmm. And and he's like doing the same thing with you guys. And like with everybody, it's like, He's like, hey, I have this gift for you. And then when we recognize it, we're like, okay, here's this gift back. <laughs> do what you need to do with it now. And, like, Erica, you just said, and you're like, I don't know what this looks like. I don't know yeah. what to do with it. But he's like, hey, thanks for bringing this back. Like, mm. that was obedience, and he's grateful now that you brought this gift mm. back that oh you've been grateful for. <laughs> and he's going to turn it into something way bigger than you can ever fathom because – we're human and we can't fathom mm. a lot of things in comparison to him. Yeah. Um, but it's just so cool. Cause it's like, yeah, each of us is gifted in, in some way. And like, whether or not we know what our gifts are, um, like as we seek to know, like how God has gifted us, he's just going to be obedient and using those gifts and like providing opportunities for us to use them and grow. And it's just super awesome. Oh, that was also really well said. It was. Wow. <laughs> that, like, that was just so insightful. <laughs> um, um, let's talk about, so you mentioned our challenge for the week um, in our permission group is to speak the like words of encouragement over somebody else to like speak into a gifting that they have. Um, how has somebody speaking into your gifting impacted you? I think just, like, even when we're just talking about it on Friday, like, discussing what we were, you guys just, like, encouraged me in the fact of, like, oh, yeah, like, that that's totally you. Like, mm-hmm. you already do that. Like, that fits. You, like, embody that. Like, that's your spiritual gift. And I just think, like, that, like, makes such of a diff- like such a big difference in that. Like, if I was just, like, oh, yeah, I'm a shepherd, just, like, identifying that myself doesn't mean quite as much as like you guys Mm -hmm. telling me that because then that just like encourages me more to like use it like it confirms the fact that that's what I like have been gifted with Mm -hmm. and I feel like it helps realize that like I am enough because Mm -hmm. in a way like you guys identifying those things for me is like Jesus identifying that the poor man's loaves were enough Mm -hmm. to feed the crowd so in a way it's like people are identifying helping bring out my good characteristics my spiritual gifts that an outsider or that child may not have realized how much he had Mm -hmm. but from an outsider perspective he had all that was necessary so Mm -hmm. like you guys identifying those and help me identify those is pointing out I have all that is necessary given to me by God yeah that was really cool um also, like, Friday was really cool for me, you know, um, but I had kind of this, a similar moment back in high school, I just 
bumped this. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, back in high school, I was on like a leadership team at my church at my church. And, um, we did a thing on like spiritual gifts. Um, and it was, it wasn't like a pest or anything, but, um, we went around and, uh, we all like as a group identified a single person's gifts or, you know, something along those lines. Mm -hmm. And I remember them, everyone like without hesitation was like, Oh, Erica, you have like a servant's heart, you know, like no matter what you say, yes, you know, always putting other people's needs before you. And like, you know, just very much a servant's heart. And as someone who in high school felt, I felt like very underlooked or a lot. It made me feel just like very seen. And I was just like, wow, you guys see that in me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but it was really encouraging and it made me like want to keep doing what I was doing. Um, and yeah, I was even just sitting here thinking like, well, yeah, I remember how cool that was for me and how cool Friday was for me. And it's mm-hmm. making me more motivated to go do our weekly challenge. Cause honestly, I thought of our weekly challenge this week and I was like, I don't know, I'm going to do that. Why are we doing that? But I'm um, <laughs> sitting here talking about it. I'm like, yeah, it's really cool when you hype someone up for their spiritual gifts because yeah. it makes them so much more motivated to go out and, you know, mm-hmm. spread God's word and do good. Yeah. It's like um, I mentioned to you guys after the fall retreat last year, um, I we were like, I was trying to figure out where I, th- what I thought mm-hmm. my spiritual gift was yeah. on the APEST. And I was like kind of between prophet and maybe a little bit of shepherd. And then I like kind of ruled that one out. But I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I think it's prophet. And I told, I'm pretty sure it was Zach Thomas that, and he was like, he's like, I think you're wrong. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) what? And he's like, no, but I see this in you. And it was like, you're, you're definitely an A, like you're visionary and you're like people leave encouraged and Mm -hmm. like want to grow in something. And so it's so cool. Cause like that has like, that moment has like transformed how I, looked at myself the last like a year of my life because it's been almost a year now I'm just like yeah like I actually that makes so much more sense of like ways that I interact with people in my strong suit and realizing that I'm weaker at things like being a shepherd mm-hmm. um and it's just really like it's cool that people um that we have people in our lives that are just willing to speak into like who we are mm-hmm. um and like whether or not we see them like we've talked about like we're like, yeah, I think I'm a shepherd or like you said that Hannah. And then we affirm that or whether Mm -hmm. or not it's like my situation where I'm like, I don't know what I'm, (laughs) what I do. (laughs) And somebody was like, I think you're wrong. Here's what I think you do. Incorrect. And it's just like that, like the way God speaks to us through other people is so important. Mm -hmm. Um, And us being willing to listen and like listen for his voice in the midst of other people's voices is also super important. I know, like, a few weeks ago, so I went to this tent event in Fort Wayne, and it was at PFW, and it was just, like, a big night of worship and prayer, and, like, we ended the night off by, like, people stood up if they needed prayer or felt like they needed to step into something, and so I was able to pray over someone with a group of people, and it was actually somebody that Andrew knew, like, and went to high school with, and, like, after we prayed over them, we, like, one of the girls asked us if, like, there was something, anything that we just, like, thought of when we were, like, praying or had to speak over this girl, and, like, just, like, being able to do that was so, like, powerful, like, you could definitely tell it, like, was moving something in her, in her, and then, like, um, I just lost my train of thought, it just went (laughs) off the rails, (laughs) oh, just, like, how encouraging that is, like, I did not know this girl for more than, like, two hours. Mm -hmm. And, like, I still felt, like, led, like, the Holy Spirit was leading me to say something to her. And just, like, I just said what was on my heart and, like, 
how cool and encouraging that is like from both perspectives mm-hmm. like that's amazing like I didn't know this girl like she didn't know me but like I still <laughs> like was able to like speak something upon her that could potentially still be making an impact yeah man that's really cool yeah I feel like it's very powerful to have those type of moments and also like the moments we had on Friday mm-hmm. because it's easy to become blind to what we have in the world and culture we have today like it's easy to be shut down and be torn down so to be able to have those moments to build each other up mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. just really awesome yeah like the enemy wants us to believe the untrue things yeah. um, and he wants to wants to tear us down and make us think we're not good enough and yeah. question like with what everybody else has all these gifts and I don't um, but God is like no, here's yeah. here's these things, and mm-hmm. and I love that you mentioned the Holy Spirit, Hannah, and just like stepping into moments where where we feel led to speak over somebody, mm-hmm. um, because I think those are those are the moments where where God's like, yeah, I got this. It's you so know? hard like, too, like to be obedient in that, like knowing that it's not just you thinking those mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and like trusting that. That's something I've like learned a lot over the summer. Was just like following where the Holy Spirit leads you. It's, like, mm-hmm. so powerful, but it's so hard to, like, recognize. Yeah. yeah. I think that's another one of those things that comes in our time of solitude and yeah. learning to recognize yeah, sure. that voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we begin to recognize it, we hear it a lot more frequently. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I can talk to that person again, you know, <laughs> or like, whatever it is. Or it's, like, you walk by some stranger at the grocery store, and now you feel like you need to have a conversation mm-hmm. with them. And yeah. But, yeah, as we, like, grow in in recognizing God's voice um there's going to be a lot of opportunities for us to get to speak over people I think Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um yeah you guys don't have to like share specific names or anything but are there people that you've been like starting to think about that are like oh yeah I need to go share that with somebody like, are your wheels, like, spinning a little bit? Like, some yeah, thoughts yes. of people to speak over? Oh, yeah, the juices are flowing. Oh, yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so be obedient in that. We're um, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, that, like, like I said, those moments uh, could change somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have, like, any other thoughts on like giftings or just being like called to do something in general? I think it's something that we like a lot of times it's touched on and it's brought up, but I don't think it's talked about nearly enough. Like I don't think we spend enough time really like once we identify these things, I don't think we like do enough to like put action to it. Mm -hmm. Like it's so easy to just like identify it and move on and kind of have that in the back of your head. But like it's, it often just gets left behind, I think. Like, yeah. we don't really know the true power of it, and we don't take that for its full mm-hmm. value. Yeah. How do you think we be more attentive and responsive to that? I definitely think, like, just, like, praying to God about it. Like, seriously asking him where he wants us to go and following those calls and still, like, revisiting it, not just, like, identifying it, what it is but like making making plans or just ideas of what you can do with it rather than just like leaving it at face value mm. and yeah. with that I feel like it could be very helpful 
for me personally, I just thought about this, to write this down on a piece of paper or something and put it where I can see it every day Mm -hmm. so that I can continue to think about it and pray into it. Because often if I don't have it in front of my face, I'm not going to remember to after so long after life gets hectic. So it could be like a good idea to put it where I know I will see it. Yeah. That's really good. It's easy to get caught up in like a moment of passion and then the next day be like, Mm. Eh. <laughs> I, I've got chemistry homework. Forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Not speaking yeah. from experience or anything. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that reminds me of like when we talk about like mountaintop moments and we're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that, that retreat or that thing yeah. or that conversation was so good. And then we just like climb right back down the mountain yeah. instead of like living in that. Then mm. I call that the summer camp effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good word, good word for it too. Um, but yeah, like actually walking, walking those things out. Yeah. Just like putting them in the suitcase and carrying it with you. Yeah. <laughs> Any little toolbox where you go. Just yeah. Pull it on out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's my discipleship toolbox. <laughs> Let me open that up. <laughs> Children's ministry activity. Yeah. <laughs> and I definitely think for people that don't know what there's is like are struggling identifying it or feel like they're not enough in something like I feel like it's okay to go to somebody you trust go to Mm -hmm. a leader figure in your life and be like hey so what do you see in me because I'm really struggling to see anything in myself and that could be like that off the top of my head that seems like a weird thing to do but allowing that to not be weird and if somebody comes to me you know like helping them out and listening and hearing out what they have to say Yeah, I absolutely agree. Or even like, you know, just a next steps type of thing, looking to a superior, someone Mm -hmm. you like look up to and saying like, where do I go from here? Mm -hmm. Um, It's just super important. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, man, this was like uh, my sophomore, maybe my junior year of college. I don't remember for sure when it was, but I was in this leadership class or like sports psychology class or something. I don't know. I took a lot of leadership classes. I got that a degree a in leadership. <laughs> well, they like, oddly enough, they overlapped a ton. <laughs> it helped that they were taught by the same professor. Um, but Makes sense. I remember <laughs> I had this like assignment where I had to like, I had to like go talk to like people that I looked up to mm. and like ask them what they saw in me as a leader. And it was like, Looking back, this sounds way weirder than it was, I guess, but <laughs> it was also a homework assignment, so, you know, like, I did it, but um, I do remember that being, like, really impactful, and, like, there are still things that I, um, that people, like, told me then that are, like, still things that are present in my mind now when I, like, lead things, and, like, I remember one of them was a professor and her like one thing that she told me I should grow in was my confidence as I led people. Mm -hmm. And so I think about that all the time as I'm leading people, I'm like, Kaylee, even if you aren't confident, lead from a confident place and people will follow. And it's just like, man, that like, that was almost four years ago, three or four years ago, whenever the heck it actually was. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember I talked to Jordan too. I don't, (laughs) I remember sitting in his office and Mm -hmm. him like, speaking things into my life and I was like oh my gosh like I and he was like yeah you just like encourage people and you make them excited to do stuff and 
that is like still something that I like hold on to. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. Kaylee, you make people excited. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's a gift. Like we can hold on to that and just like remind myself in the moments where I'm like, man, God, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I can bring is like those things are super helpful. Can't it's confirm, a- Kaylee. I do leave feeling excited by you. Oh, yes. Can also guys. confirm. <laughs> <laughs> Can't confirm. You inspire me. It's wow. so easy to like forget when you're like, telling people those types of things that like they might like think about it for years later Mm -hmm. like we all like have those things but like to think about it from the other side is like oh no I just said that whatever like Mm -hmm. it's crazy yeah I had a teacher in high school and for whatever reason this teacher actually like really cared about me I was a horrible high school student most (laughs) of my teachers they were like you're an idiot (laughs) Um, (laughs) and this teacher like really tried to pour into my life probably because he knew I needed it Mm -hmm. and he um always told me that most people die not knowing what they meant to people and he was like you should tell people what they mean to you wow like like don't don't hold back like you might be like, oh my gosh, I have to pour out my heart to like tell somebody what they mean. He's like, let them know, like (laughs) they deserve to know. Like you have no idea how much that will mean to them because far too often we go through our life not knowing that we actually like did something for somebody or like actually had an impact. And man, I think the more we can do to build the kingdom and encourage each other that are like living in God's kingdom already, like the further his kingdom can, can then go. Yeah. And I feel like along with that, I have a similar story of a high school teacher Mm -hmm. that really poured into me. And we had journal assignments in this specific week. We had to write, we had to like do an act of kindness and then write about it, how it made us feel, how you feel like it impacted that person. And I was trying to think of this big, like big gesture of how I could be kind to somebody or a group of people. And I was in his study hall and I said, I, d- I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know how I'm going to go about this. And he said, you see that person over there? I said, yeah. He said, have you talked to them today? Have you asked them how they're doing? I said, no. He said, okay, start there. Mm. And that just impacted me so much. Mm. And I feel like if you don't know what your spiritual gift is, that's okay. But like kindness, like you said, Kaylee, like what you say to people can have a big impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like sharing the meaning with them. So I feel like if you don't know where to start, just being kind and investing in people is a great yeah. place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a really good point, too, of, like, man, when we don't know what our gifts are, if we start to, like, do things that we mm-hmm. see in people that are gifted mm-hmm. certain ways, like, we'll know if we have that gift, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Things will seem very natural or they'll seem very unnatural. Um so that's a good point of just like kind of jumping in mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. even those small things they stack up and they amount and mm-hmm. and reveal to us um, mm-hmm. who God has made us to be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right guys. Well, if you don't have anything else to share, go ahead and wrap us up. Go for it. It's been good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Um it's been a joy to to be on the podcast with you. Thank, um, you, thank you. Thanks, Kaylee. Thanks for, for letting me bark into the microphone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Erica. It wouldn't be an episode with you without that. Woof. <laughs> 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 um, for those of you who have like just sat and listened to us talk about permission for 45 minutes, um, if you are interested in anything about that ministry or learning about your gifts, as Pete Coco shares about throughout this, permission is just an app that you can download on your phone. 
it's a seven week series grab a group of friends and go through it together um it's as so we've good. all talked about it's mm-hmm. pretty life-changing and, so, and we're only three so weeks nice. in so um yeah you should download that download that app and let pete coco lead you through a pretty awesome time um with a group of friends um, other than that, if you need any other information on CCH or the Take Two podcast, check out our social media pages. Follow us um, on the CCH Trine app also. And if you missed worship on Sunday or ever missed Tuesday night worship, you can check out our YouTube page and watch back the Ompton live streams. So thanks for joining us.